tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, I... I'm actually really surprised that this was the song they chose to I use this episode. I completely agree. In fact, in my brain, it was Take, Take the, the Money, Money and Run, Run by Steve Miller Band. Yeah, right? and I almost told Steven, incidentally, who's our engineer, to play that song because my brain was so convinced. And, well, there's a good reason for that. Yeah, totally. We will get to that. Hello, AfterBuzz fans. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. Grandmaster, hello, AfterBuzz fans. And welcome to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Guardians of the Galaxy After Show. <laughs> I cannot do that the whole show, and I don't plan on it. We are covering episode four, Take the Milano and Run, which is why we thought it was Take the Money and Run, and yep. still kind of do. And Doom. with me is the wonderful Emma Fife. Hello, you can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. It's my name, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. The last name is all F's, as in Fred, no S's, as in Snake. They sound the same on the phone or when you record them. You require like 30 seconds of explanation Yeah, for that. you know. It's I love a, it. It's a complicated name, 60% F's, so... <laughs> And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxe. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are also checking the hashtag, which is A-B-T-V-G-O-T-G. And we are uh, looking at the live chat as well tonight. Yes, Do we have that actually working? Are. Yeah, I've got the live chat rocking and rolling here. Brilliant. Just Hello, like, live chat yeah, people. Yep. So let's uh, let's kill the music and let's get into the episode. I know. I love and that we're still Alexa, just like grooving yeah. to the music here. <laughs> and Alexis could not join us tonight. Her Twitter is atorres890. Please tweet her your well wishes. She is a lovely human being and you should all tell her that. Yes. So. Always, every moment of the day, just anytime you randomly are thinking, man, what should I be doing with my life right now? Tweet at Alexis <laughs> and tell her how much you love her. She is a good person and people say nice things about her, <laughs> so y'all better start. So what did you think of this episode? You know, I have to say, I think this has been my favorite episode so far. Yeah? Because the first half of the episode, not that much happened, and I loved that because too much has been happening in every second of every moment of this show. That's true. I I don't know. The first half of the episode, I was like, okay, 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 this is, a, oh my God, that got real. I was not <laughs> expecting this show to ever get real. Yeah. And then it got real. It did. It got real, real towards the end there. That was, and even Gamora realized that that was a mistake. She sure did. Like, let's just sit on his hot button, shall we? Oh, I know. Let's, let's. I'm, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's talk about what I saw as our A plot and what you thought was our B plot. I thought, plot, I thought of it as the, the plot. I, yeah, the plot. I, th- this actually is, to me, I thought, where the A and the B plots converged. So, or, but I, I see your point of this being sort of the A storyline, because basically it starts with when, when they, 
confront the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster really, really, really wants Drax and Gamora to fight. Well, it starts even before that. Yeah. But they've got this weird rivalry thing growing on that starts with using Groot as target practice. <laughs> which is That's a true. little yeah. weird. Yeah, and she says not everything has to be a competition. And he's like, oh, you only say that when you lose. Yeah, it, it was this, it was an interesting episode that that I, I, now the more I think about it, the more I agree with you that like the, the main point of this episode was this rivalry going on between Drax and Gamora, which was, of course, also being bolstered by the fact that the Grandmaster of Conjunction, which is basically Las Vegas... Conjunction <laughs> Junction, what's your function? <laughs> Nothing uh, leaves here. Yeah, He really, really wanted them to fight, because they're these two... Super, well-known Yeah, they're warriors. well-known warriors, they're super powerful, and he just wants them to battle for his entertainment. Now... I'm kind of a sucker for the heroes have to enter a fighting competition trope. Yeah, I, I kind lo- of love it. I love that. We were raised on shonen anime. That's ex- I, know. I mean, come on, the fighting <laughs> tournament is the staple of a shonen anime. So every time it's like, there's a tournament coming up, I'm like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, I was gonna say, and that turns Ruby up, Volume Three is coming exactly. up, and it's like, look at this tournament, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But it turns up a lot in JRPGs as well, which I played oh a lot God, of as yes. a child. Yeah, so I, I love this kind of storyline. Um, and uh, and yeah, so it was about this this rivalry between Drax and Gamora. And, and it's mostly Drax saying it's not a competition, it's not a competition, and Gamora saying when you're raised by Thanos, everything's a competition, yeah. and if you lose, you die. And I'm like, is this the Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think I've seen that tagline somewhere. It totally is. It's, we have the, it's, I'm sure it's not a Game of Thrones reference, but yeah. let's face it, it's a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. We have the continual Las Vegas references, what happens oh in conjunction, stays, stays in, in conjunction. conjunction. And then we have Thunderdrome. Because yeah. that's what it is at the end. It was great. Just two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> it uh, totally ridiculous. Rocket drove me crazy. Not gonna lie, because part of it was, okay, we, we dealt with a lot of this last episode. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> and I get the feeling we're gonna have a lot of have you learned nothing for the sake of having comedy. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on that because there is something that I think happens more in shows that are intended for children where you have much more static characters and it seems to me that Rocket is going to be that. That being said, I didn't find him as irritating in this episode as I did in the last episode. Well, last episode, they really cranked it up to make a point. Yeah. So it wasn't this bad, but it's also like, why do you think it's your ship? Yeah. Like, maritime salvage laws do not apply. No, totally. It's still working. Well, and and the other thing that I, I actually kind of enjoyed about Rocket in this episode was the sort of... C storyline, I'll call it, where he was acting as Drax's manager that in the arena. That, that was funny, and to me, that was really believable as something that the character of Rocket would do. I love that crazy manipulative little robot. It's like yeah. GLaDOS on a stick yeah. telling him, but he could do double or nothing. That unless you're afraid. Like, yeah. Holy cow, who programmed this yeah. thing? And, and I was like, of course Rocket's gonna go for the trade. And, and that didn't really bother me so much. I get what yeah. you're saying, that 
he didn't really learn anything from the last episode, and he's still just constantly butting heads with Star-Lord. But he did have a moment in uh, the end of the episode where they were talking about customizable seats, and ultimately he got one on the Milano. And, and so I, I feel yeah. like that, you know, everybody gave a little bit. We're family, but we are headbutting like mad. Yeah. And that's just, that is going to be a thing. Yeah. And we also have the introduction of a Nova Corsman, Corman Titus. I, I can't look at that with going, Titus, right? This isn't Final Fantasy X. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's essentially a large bipedal white tiger with a cybernetic eye. Yeah. And he's kind of Javert. A little bit. He's a little bit. It's a little Javert and a little bit Sylvester Stallone, I am the law. Y- yeah. I definitely saw him as a Javert type figure. I just wanted him to break out into a duet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he did, the um, Star-Lord actually brought up things that happened in the movie. Yeah, were this people, we saved your home planet. We had yeah. expunged criminal records. And it's like, yeah, I know your type. Once a criminal, always a criminal. Yeah. Handcuff time. I have a question, though, because he turned up to the club where Star-Lord and Gamora were trying to get the Pandorian crystal from Lunatic, which, by the way, I love... He spells it with a K, it's all right. That was exactly what I was going to bring up. Um, But when he shows up to this, is there another level of this club, or are there just no people there? Because this club was empty, despite the fact that it was, like, full-on light show and dubstep happening. Well, it was empty by the time that fight broke out, because if you notice, there was table flipping and lasers and all sorts of crazy stuff going on. So I would imagine that most people went, uh, no, I came here for a drink, and I'm going to go call the police. And yeah. the police is evidently... I feel like Titus is either dropping in, mm-hmm. or he's assigned to this miserable planet by <laughs> the Nova Corps, and he is just not happy about it. I feel it. like it's the latter. I feel like yeah. he's just like a conjunction This beat is his cop. beat, <laughs> and he hates it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've got the whole what happens in Vegas thing going on. Totally. That is the yeah, worst yeah. thing if you're law enforcement, because yeah. that's the sort of thing that lets people think that they can get away with <laughs> anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Renji90998 in the chat says, Gamora should learn the Earth phrase, don't poke the bear. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's really good. Oh, and Titus was in the Spectacular Spider-Man, but is a bad guy who uh, betrayed the Nova Corps. Huh. Good to know. That's also from our good friend Renji. All right, well, Renji, here's a question. Was that particular bit of canon with the betraying the Nova Corps specific to Spectacular Spider-Man, or did that pull from the comics? Because if it pulled from the comics, right. we might see it, because yeah. it's a slightly more comic-based show. Yeah, it might come back in. Yeah. That, I just feel really bad for him, though. He's I, just, he's trying so hard to do his job. I know. And I know we're not supposed to like him because he goes against our plucky half-outlaw, half-hero heroes, but... I just feel bad for him. Yeah. Well, and you, and the thing is that I feel like as an adult, you can see his perspective a little oh bit God, better yes. than if you are a child. Yeah. If you're a child, it's just like, no, don't arrest Star Lord. And if you're an adult, it's like, 
well, yeah. Star Lord's done some stuff that he should get arrested for. <laughs> they were just, you know, crashing the ship, which, okay, having seen it go down, we understand that the ship is in bad condition, this mm-hmm. and that and the other. Maybe he needs a tow more than he needs to be arrested. It would yeah. be like being arrested because your brakes went out. Totally. And things happen, which, you know, God forbid. Right. But nonetheless... Yeah. So he he is very much a Javert. He is very much the law, and of course the Grand Master is his exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Because the Grand Master evidently runs Planet Vegas. Conjunction. I, yeah, I can't call it conjunction without thinking of Planet a Vegas Rock. Planet Vegas. I like Planet Vegas. Uh, yeah, I think that he was sort of a, an overlord, or at least he was like a guy that owns a bunch of casinos. Maybe you know how there's like. Individual owners and corporations that own certain casinos in Las Vegas. I feel like that's what he was. Also, for some reason, this show has this predisposition towards slightly effeminate male antagonists with crazy white hair. And capes. Yes, and capes. Capes or flowy coats or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, okay, if we have one of those next episode, we're going yeah. three for three. Yeah. We haven't had, have we had any actual straight up alien baddies? We no, they've Bing all been Bang largely Boom, humanoid, yeah. Yeah, we, we had Fing Bang Foom, but he was more a of an accessory. Device. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I would like to see a straight-up alien baddie. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, lunatic and girlfriend, whose name I never caught. Girlfriend. I just count. know that she's an Askavarian. And so the joke's about he wasn't kidding about dating an Askavarian. And he's <laughs> braver than I thought. Yeah, I, are they completely incompatible? Yeah, I liked, I, I liked uh, Drax's uh, reaction that he is braver than I thought. It was great. I, it just, I, I have to go with my favorite Drax line, and I would if my <laughs> iPad would stop trying to pull up airplane. <laughs> Is um, good lord, where is it? <laughs> I thought I thought it was Rocket, but I do not resemble Rocket. Yes, <laughs> like, I baby. love that. I loved that. I wrote that down too. Yeah, because what is sarcasm? We just don't know. No. Yeah, and Gamora's reaction, sarcasm. You should look into it. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to get it. No, and that's going to be a constant source of humor. And I much prefer that as a source of humor than as it's my ship. No, oh, it's my ship. No, it's my ship. Yeah, I I agree. And I Children. thought, and I thought that this was a nice episode for Drax oh, overall yeah. because he got a lot of humorous moments, and then it got like real well, in the end of the episode. Rocket strong-armed him back into the arena yeah. and he, put, he basically becomes a luchador with this mask <laughs> which is hysterical I love the mask. Remind me who played him in the movie. I'm, I'm missing the Oh, name. Dave Batista. He's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just like, yep, let, let's throw back to that because yeah. that is a thing of wonder and beauty. Yep. And him having a grand old time. I've forgotten how much fun it was to fight in the arena. This is great. Yeah, totally. Uh, this is in regards to the question we asked earlier uh, regarding Spider-Man. Apparently it was not in Spectacular Spider-Man. It was in Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, and uh, it was in Season 2, and the Guardians were in that episode, but their design was different. So they, they were more... Drawn in the style of Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> but I'm wondering if that particular bit of backstory happened in the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy or the Nova Corps comics. Because, yes. again, that, that's what we yes. seem to pull from. And in regards to my comment on the appearance of the villains, Mr. D Style 09 says RuPaul would fit perfectly into this universe. Oh, no. <laughs> yes! I just want an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race where they make new villains for Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> on Disney XD. Uh, sign me up. Please have me as a guest judge. It would be a dream come true. What audience are you trying to appeal to with that? Because the kids aren't going to watch it, but the adults aren't going to watch it. Listen, listen. Apparently, this show 
pulls in an average of uh, 4.4 million um, unique views. Dang. Only about 1.9 million of which are actual children. Well, of course, it airs at 9.30 p.m. and it's based on Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got us nerds looking at it. I know, it's so true. That, that is a given. <laughs> So this whole tournament thing was partially Rocket playing manager, which was hysterical. I, yeah, I loved I loved that storyline. And Groot directing the little robots to do repairs on the Milano, and mm-hmm. it looking like an entirely different ship. Yeah, dude. So Got some serious that was upgrades. Super nice. Yeah, it was nice. And then we have, well, your ship is fully repaired. We're prepared to offer you this other ship. And if you win, you get the ship. But if you lose, we take your ship. And Rocket's like, sure. And I'm sitting here going, and Rocket. three, two... One. And of course, who is Drax gonna fight in this final fight but Gamora? How did she get pulled into this? It was because, uh, okay, oh, it was because they were the in, bar. they were in the bar, they were having the fight, and basically, Lunatic, with a K, uh, said to them, if you do, oh, do one favor, thing for me, one right. favor for me, then you can have the Pandorian Crystal, which I gave to my main girl. Main girl is not so happy about it because she and Star-Lord used to date. And evidently and he did. never called It did her. not end well. It did not end well. Gentlemen, if you're going to call, call. Even if the call is... <laughs> hey, I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least call. Because if you leave someone hanging, that's worse. Yep. That's... Just just put a bookend on it. <laughs> yes. Dating advice from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. <laughs> I feel like that's the last thing you want from this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I... Okay, there was one moment... I sort of had a problem with. Let's hear it. It was when they were all fighting in the bar. And Quill was fighting Lunatic. And Gamora was fighting Askevarian crazy ex-girlfriend. And they... I would watch that TV program. (laughs) Askevarian crazy ex-girlfriend? That'd be great. (laughs) Let's pinch it. Uh, (laughs) Forget crazy ex-girlfriend, guys. Uh, But anyway, so when they were fighting in the bar, it ended up that Quill... And Lunatic just stopped fighting and watched the two girls fight each other. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It was played for laughs, but it's also very much... It was. It's indicative of our culture, and that's yeah, a problem. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was a little problematic, even though this was this was by no means a cat fight. I mean, these two girls were, like, Battle. really battling. I just, but I also feel like if everyone's going to go, oh, the character defense, like yeah, Quill would be the first to try to talk him out of talk himself out of a battle he couldn't win. I get it. Right? Why couldn't we devote thirty seconds of screen time to show that? Well, and again, ultimately, you know, it resulted in Quill going pretty impressive, right? Like it, it was a, it was res- yeah, it was res- the, his comment was respectful, but. Voyeuristic. You yeah. can see it either way. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, pretty impressive and pretty impressive. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, I don't that, know. That is a problem. That's problems in media, you guys. Yeah. Women are not things. Yeah, that's the thing is I, I felt like because they were specifically being gawked at by two male characters, it, it was a little objective. And that one of them had dated them both? Yeah. No problem. Yeah, no problem. I had a problem with it. Indicative of a larger <laughs> problem, but, yeah. you know, a little problem. Then again, I, this is based on the movie that gave us the Jackson Pollock joke. <laughs> again, not not an excuse. <sighs> Just, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. 
You're teaching kids bad things. Yeah, that I think that's my biggest problem with it is this is a kid show. It, or theoretically, it's a kid show. It's aimed at a younger audience, but it's grabbing a lot of the older ones. But the younger ones are going to be like, yay, watching girls fight. That's funny. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and overall, this, I mean, Gamora still got to do a lot in this episode. It was so focused around her, and she totally kicked butt, but I just didn't like that one thing. No. Well, let's talk about the fight in the arena. Yeah, man. Because it turns into, oh, you're going to fight Gamora, and Drax goes, nope, Nope. I forfeit. Well, congrats, your ship is ours, but uh, you're still going to fight. And they put the uh, Grandmaster puts this little force field yeah. over again the Thunderdrome and goes, "You two are going to fight to the death, or everyone else here is going to be vaporized. Have fun!" Just like really, yeah, that's like a that's a legit <laughs> twist we see in a lot of shonen anime. And I battle love, arena scenes. And I love that Cool it. pointed out that um, <laughs> if you kill your customers, doesn't that cut into your profits? Yeah, ah, there will always be more customers. Yeah, yeah isn't vaporizing not with a Yelp review like that? No. Yeah, isn't vaporizing your customers going to eat into your repeat business? Is yes. What he said. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, don't worry, there's more people. And hey, I mean, to be I fair, guess they all wouldn't of those people would be dead. They couldn't write a Yelp review. <laughs> they wouldn't have time to leave a Yelp review. They're just sitting there. There's a force field. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm gonna die. One star. <laughs> I'd give it zero stars if I could. But amazing. Hopefully they hit send. Before. Space Yelp. <laughs> just, just space Yelp. <laughs> Everyone like vining and Snapchatting. Yeah. Uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. sure is ten seconds of my last will and testament. But, uh, but yeah. So basically, it boils down to they're like, okay, Drax, Gamora, you guys are gonna fight. You have to fight. Drax still really doesn't want to fight, so he kind of, um, it's like stage combat. You know, they, they like pretend fight. Yeah, they, they essentially have to sell that they're fighting while the other three run off, get the ship, disable this force field, you know, do all the behind the scenes work. Exactly. Because Grandmaster doesn't really care about them. And I, I, we had this wonderful introduction scene where he's like, I've heard of you, I've heard of you, I've heard of you too. And that was, looks at Smudge writing on hand, landlord. It was definitely a looks at smudge writing on hand that meme. That was so good. It was wonderful. And he just, when he just sort of blank stares and looks at him like, who is this right. guy? You, you got a person. Is it your pet? Yeah. So yeah, he's obviously good. not interested and lets those three just kind of run out of the arena yeah. unchecked. And they tunnel because Groot is the world's best Omnitool. Yep. You know, get to the ship, find out where it is, find out where the dome's coming from, blow that up, all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. that, I, that's kind of our B-plot at this point, because the yeah, A is definitely watching this fight Yeah, I was going to say, that definitely becomes the B-plot at that point, is reacquiring the ship. Yeah. We're still sort of following Rocket in that storyline, yeah, so... And the fight about, it's my ship, and this and that, and you shouldn't have gambled it, blah blah Yeah. You, you know, continuing the argument. But... In the arena, we have, you know, we have to actually go for it. You know, we have to make it look good. He'll know that we're faking it. And Drax yeah. going, yeah, I don't want to fight you. And I wrote these lines down. Gamora getting in his face and saying, I'm Thanos' daughter. I worked for Ronan. Tell me you never wondered if I had something to do with the destruction of your family. 
Let's just Girl. mash that hot button, shall we? Maybe not the best tactic. Dang! <laughs> he goes a little berserk on her, and you, she has this moment of, oh, okay, oh, that oops. was a bad idea. Yep. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> like, Ugh. that worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't really backpedal now. I'm oh, just going to have to fight. Honey, no. Yeah, that was not a good choice. Not a, not a great as choice. As much as I loved that, and as much as that was a, ooh, things got really real right yeah, there. Yeah. This series has not been very good at things getting real, but oh, that was real. Yeah. They didn't bring it up again. I know. We, we fell back on the, oh, well, I would have won in that fight. No, well, I would have won in that fight. It's not a competition. You yeah, say no, that I, when you lose. It like, been a, can we address the fact that she said that I and agree. that it's a possibility? It would have been a much nicer resolution if at the end of the episode, you know, Drax would have confronted Gamora about it, not in a com- not in a competitive way, but just in a, did you really have nothing to do with the destruction of my family? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or her coming up to him and saying, "I'm sorry, you yeah. know, I didn't have anything to do with that. I said you, I said that to get a reaction yeah. out of you. It was incredibly wrong of me, and I'm yeah. like, sorry. Yeah, because then, we need, we we really need for both of them to recognize that you don't go there yes, with well, people. That that was wrong. I agree. And, and the other thing is too that also would have lended itself to a, a lent itself. I, I don't think lended is a word. Please. Look it up in a dictionary and tell me. Um, but that would have been a nice opportunity for Gamora and Drax to bond. sort of bond over something. Yeah. And, and, and Gamora being like, no, I really didn't have anything to do with it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And I will help you get revenge because Thanos has been really awful to me, too. Yeah. That, yeah, I, it was a, it was like a real missed was, opportunity. It was a really great one, but it didn't have the two to yes, follow Yes, yep, off. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it was nice to see them go there. Yeah. This is not a kid's show. Yeah, and it thinks it's a kid's show sometimes, yeah. which is essentially where Rocket comes in. <laughs> but... <laughs> They deal with something, and it was a little heavy-handed when we had the flashbacks to Quill's mom. Yeah. But this was extremely real, and at least for that part, very well done. It was. It was very well done. They just, they stumbled on the follow-up. Yeah. I mean, I I still overall feel that this is the strongest script that they've had yet, because they were kind of following an A and B storyline that ultimately converged, and then the B kind of branched off. But... And and in previous episodes, it's kind of been like, we have one story with 9,000 components that we're just going to try to shove into 23 minutes of episode. Um, God help us all. Yeah. Whereas in this one, I felt that we were following different storylines and it did have nice moments to breathe. And Drax got yeah. to have some nice humor and we got a little insight into his character. And it was fun to see him really enjoying fighting in the arena. But still, there was a real missed opportunity at the ending there. Yeah. Just then again, flip side is I'm waiting for that to come back up. I'm waiting for someone who is not Gamora to bring it up to Drax. Someone who has the uh, ability to do some damage with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because she brought it up, and then yep. we didn't have resolution. Yeah, and I'm still functioning on like robots in disguise and Transformers Prime level of yeah. they're gonna bring it back. Right. Not every animated <laughs> series does that, and no. I need to come to terms. Yeah, so I have hope, but not expectations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And then we end with, did the Grandmaster get beat up or arrested or both? 
Because I know Titus showed up and oh, went, yeah. yeah, this isn't staying on yeah, conjunction. Well, because, yeah, I, de- I liked that line. Yeah, because he ended up on the floor of the arena, and then everybody who he was going to vaporize, who were previously running amok, and it's amazing that nobody got trampled to death, got super angry at him. Yeah. For, you know, good, good reasons. reasons. Yep, I'd be pretty mad, too. <laughs> so we have the crystal, and we have a fully repaired ship, and Rocket has mm-hmm. a seat that fits him, and we kind of have an understanding between friends slash friendly rivals with no resolution? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, and like 85% happened. of the and way what there. What did happen to the Grandmaster? I'm, I'm fairly certain with the that's not staying on conjunction line, he probably got arrested. Yeah, and sent off to some other prison planet. Property damage, a ton of attempted murder... Yeah, you know, yes. He he racked up a, a hefty list of crimes, and in I'm this sure episode. this is not his first time. This is probably just the first time that it hasn't gone according no, to his No, definitely plan. not. And that's another thing, actually, that I really liked about this episode was I thought they did a really good job of portraying how seedy the characters in this universe are. Oh, that yeah. that I really enjoyed. We're running in a lot of slums and underbellies. Yeah, that, I think that's it. Is that there was some nice sort of world building in this episode and sort of establishing the tone of the universe in which this story exists, which I which I really liked. Yeah. You have any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, just one of my favorite. I just I basically was just writing down quotes the whole time. Uh, one <laughs> towards the end during the plot line where Quill and Rocket were going to get the Milano back. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Star-Lord says to him, to, to Rocket, uh, what's that little gizmo that looks like a bomb counting down? And Rocket's response is, uh, that would be a bomb counting down. Yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that, that, their, their relationship is kind of on this level. Yeah. And, uh, Gamora and Drax is kind of on this level. Mm-hmm. And Groot is just Groot. Groot's just Groot. He's just, he's hanging out. He's target practice. I feel so I know. bad for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that uh, we get an episode soon that's more focused on Groot as a character. <laughs> you read the wiki, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah next, episode, next episode, we get some Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> so, does the chat have anything fun to say? Uh, they said, oh, back to Titus in the Nova comics. Oh, it's true, in in the Nova comics. So we might see yeah, that so, come down the line. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Thank you for that. Thank you, Renji. 9998 uh and then and while chat's talking we're going to have some news in a little bit so um ready the sound effects captain <laughs> but what does chat have to uh, chat have anything else oh, to I say oh i was just going to say uh uh boo says uh he might have got arrested or gotten away somehow i think that's in regards to uh our good friend, the Grandmaster. Pretty sure he definitely got arrested or trampled and killed. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to come back to Conjunction. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not nowhere. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I feel like Conjunction's definitely a one-off kind of planet. They might, I, I would imagine they would mention it at some point. Sure, and I'll yeah, be surprised. it still exists. I'll be surprised if it's the last time we see Lunatic, too. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think we're coming back here. No, not in the immediate future, anyhow. Yeah. Yep. So shall we swing into news? Yes, let's do it. And that's why we give you warning. (laughs) So what's our news? Well, guys, Disney XD announced at New York Comic Con this weekend that it has ordered a second season of the animated series Guardians of the Galaxy, which we're discussing here tonight at AfterBuzz TV. Yay! Uh, Since debuting on September 26th, it has held solid ratings. And the second season is set to debut sometime in 2017, which... 
Incidentally, is the same year that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 will be released in theaters. Are we at all surprised? Hmm. Yeah. Give us the one-line <laughs> synopsis, because that is a good one-line synopsis. The show's second season will see the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers team up to stop evil alien mad scientist, the High Evolutionary. And I'm sitting here going, which Avengers team is this? I know. Because the last one I watched was Earth Mightiest Heroes, right, right, and right. we had Wasp and Black Panther going on in there, and that was just Heck like, yeah. sign me up, I want that one. I love it, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that, that we'll, we'll see that and continue to bring more awesome lady characters and yes, diverse characters please. to the Marvel Universe. The Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty diverse if you think of each of the alien species as representing a non-white person. I don't know. We got uh, three guys, a woman, and a tree. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I think that's all the news we've got for now. We yes. should uh, probably swing into predictions all such right. as they are. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Complete with laser light show. <laughs> so we know next episode's going to be about Groot. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Since I read the um, Wikipedia article, uh, I also am hoping that uh, Hooked on a Feeling is going to be the song in the next episode because it's like, can't fight this seedling. Yeah, but we also had Take the Milano and Run. You're right. And we had a You're different... right. We got totally duped this episode. We did. I would not be surprised that it... I would... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that train of thought just mm-hmm. words. I would not be surprised if all of our song titles were a set of song references mm-hmm. and the actual songs in the episodes were completely different. And sure. that's going to throw me off something awful. It is. I'm going to be confused every single week. Every week I'm going to expect a different song to play at the, at sure the top of the episode. <laughs> are we sure it's not Take the Money and Run? Yeah, it really wasn't. Are we sure I want it some re- Steve Miller band up I was going to say, my brain made Take the Money and Run happen during the show. Me too! When, when, uh, um, yeah, when the actual song was playing, when uh, Boys Are Back in Town was playing, yeah. I, I was, my brain was making, and then I was like, wait, no, this is not, this, <laughs> this is not the actual not the song. song. I think <laughs> So we know next episode is about Groot. Yes. Overarching, are we still kind of seeing the same look for crystals to look for the box, to, to open the box, to look for the seed, to find the house that Jack built? Yeah. I yeah, I do think so. Though, though uh, the, the episode synopsis for next week has me believe that they might sort of take a little bit of a turn circumvent. from it. Yeah, yeah, circumvent it just a little bit. Yeah, I think overall, you know, they've got this sort of episodic pattern established of the, you know, seeking crystals to open the box to find the house that Jack, house yeah, Jack exactly. built. Um, but I think that there there will be some deviations along the way. Yeah, pit stops. Yeah. Um, I think we're still introducing characters that we're going to see. Titus is going to come Titus, back. Titus, I feel like, is for sure going to come back. I would be surprised if Lunatic if Lunatic did not. Yeah. They've made it very clear that the Collector is going to come back as well, and I want Cosmo. I yes! just want... I'm going to uh, keep coming back to this until we go back to nowhere and get Cosmo uh, back, because I want Cosmo, I you just guys. Need, so bad. I just need him back. Cosmo was everything. He's a good dog. Yeah, he was great. Yep. Do you have uh, any other predictions? Uh, no. I'm still... I feel like the show is still finding, finding its, footing. its footing. I really do. We've got a second season, so it better have yeah. pretty good footing. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's too... It's still too early for me to 
figure out where they're going with this plot wise other yeah. than the the house the jack yeah, built. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's I, what yeah. this is going to be now. Yeah. Just the house the jack built. All right, how many times? Take a shot every time Katie says that. Um, oh, before we sign, well, did I was just going to say, um, the boo in the chat said, um, did they just pass about Star Lord being the Star Lord being an alien part? They talked about him being an alien in the first episode. Oh yeah, we've we've had like two three episodes about that already. So yes, that's a thing, and I'm sure that will continue to be a thing. And uh, whether or not we find out who his dad is, eh, question mark. Yeah, we'll see. Yep, I get the feeling they're going to hold that mystery out as long as they possibly can. Yeah, I yeah I agree. Yep, totally. Yeah. So before we sign off, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about iTunes. Now that Guardians of the Galaxy has a second season, we're <laughs> definitely sticking around for that, and we as an after show would like to continue recapping it. <laughs> so the best way for you guys to support us, if you would like just to continue sticking around and talking about these crazy people on their crazy journey to find the house that Jay, you know. <laughs> best thing you guys can do, head to iTunes, click subscribe, rate us five stars because you love us and we love you right 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 and write a review let our bosses and let our producers know that hey we really enjoy this after show and we would like for this after show to continue to be on the air so if you want to give some feedback that is the absolute best place to do it you can also subscribe on soundcloud you can subscribe and like the videos and leave comments on youtube itunes is where it's really going to stick and itunes is where our producers are going to see it and make notes and go you continue doing that that was good also, yeah. if you leave reviews on iTunes, we will read them off on the show and give you a shout-out. So, good way to get your name out there. And for those of you who have already liked and subscribed and done all those wonderful things, thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Cannot tell you how much we love you guys. You guys are great. And we adore you. You're the best. So wonderful. Thank you, everyone, for talking with us. Uh, Michael Rafferty, just want to... Uh, this is sort of in line with predictions before we wrap it up completely here says um, when do you think we'll see Nova in an episode I don't know will we see Nova in an episode I don't know also a really good question Uh, maybe maybe not until the second season or they may use him for something else. Marvel has three unannounced movies. Yeah. If one of them's not Black Widow, I'm going to flip some tables. <laughs> but we have three unannounced movies on the schedule yep. and who knows? Yep. It might be. Yep. So we'll see. We will. We are going to call that an episode. (laughs) Emma, where can the people find you? You can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. It's my name. You can also find me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. Stick around later tonight. I'm doing the Bob's Burgers after show. Uh, Still on Tuesdays doing the Face Off after show. And on Wednesdays, starting this Wednesday, we'll be doing Star Wars Rebels, both Katie and I. And I'm really super excited. (laughs) You can find Alexis on Twitter at ATaurus890. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxe. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. And I am on so many of the shows, you guys. Minority Report, Blind Spot, Z Nation is really getting good this season. Oh, my God. Uh, the Muppets, Arrow is back. And... <laughs> Star Wars is starting up this week, and Ruby is back, you guys. I am excited for everything. October 24th, I can't wait. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.